If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. You all know what you have to do. We will accept nothing less than full victory. Let me tell you who we conservatives are. We love people. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Welcome to the Matt White Show. It's been a while, but it's good to be back. I know it took a few weeks off here. Back for episode three. And yes, there are conservatives fighting in California. That's where I've been the last few weeks. Went to the March for Life in Washington, D.C. I've been active on our high school and college campuses with Turning Point USA. Been helping organize students all across the great state of California and specifically here in the Central Valley. But when I have the opportunity to, I like to be able to talk about pressing issues of the day. And today, Fresno County, uh, the city council here, wanted to adopt a resolution for reproductive health, which means, a.k.a. abortion, which means, okay, we want to murder more babies. But yes, that's what the Democrats and the left are here in Fresno up to, especially and what I like to call the breadbasket of the world, as many know Fresno, and also maybe the Bible Belt of California, because we have a very strong conservative base here in the state, and many overlook the Central Valley, but there are a lot of patriots here. Many don't know in the recall election, the whole Central Valley was red. Everybody had voted to recall Gavin Newsom, and they had picked uh, somebody that would have been his successor if the recall would have been put forth it would have been Larry Elder at the time was was by far the most popular candidate on the ballot and had the best shot of winning. But I know Anthony Tremino, he's fighting just as hard, and he's an up-and-coming candidate. He's already gotten multiple endorsements from here in the state, um, and he's starting to pick up some steam as we kind of get into the next election cycle um, for the gubernatorial stuff going on there. But back to it, Fresno County or the Fresno City Council – uh, wanted to adopt a resolution, and I'm glad that Gary Bredefeld, he is a fighter. I know he is the city councilman uh, for District 6, and he spoke at previous stuff. We've done the anti-mandate rallies here in Fresno. He's spoken at that. has taken a hard stance against medical tyranny and just really giving people the ability to choose what goes into their body. Crazy. 2022, that's what we'd be talking about, is the forced inoculation of people all across this country. And now we're up to, what, triple booster now. You can get the triple boost, quadruple boost. You lose count, frankly. Um, but, yes, yesterday he put out a press release uh, allowing people to know about this resolution um, that was being proposed. Um, and he, he put out, he said, uh, he called religious leaders of many faiths and Fresno residents to oppose the proposed Fresno City Council resolution supporting abortion. And in it, it said the resolution declaring the city of Fresno a defender of reproductive freedom, uh, and it is subject to the mayor's veto. veto. Um, and this was something that uh, Miguel Arias, very much radical leftist, and Esmeralda Sori as well, very, very left on their policies and also hopping into assembly races here in the state of California. So very much virtue signaling and putting out a message like, hey, we're going to stand for reproductive health. Um, which has nothing to do in terms of the abortion argument, doesn't really make any sense because 
it starts at conception um, and reproduction and you're stopping it. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and much of the left doesn't make a lot of sense either. Um, and we try to rationalize these viewpoints to the left and they just don't make sense. It's frankly because they don't have any objective morality or anything to base this off. But that's what they're here in, in Fresno. I was able to attend this morning. Many, many hundreds and hundreds of patriots here in the Fresno area stood up. I was looking over Twitter right before I hopped on uh, the show, and just a lot of people are hating. Oh, my goodness, this is – how are we doing this? Why aren't we giving women the opportunity to have the abortions? Why are we Why are we doing this? And uh, Diane Pierce will get to her clip shortly, but she mentioned that about one in four women had had an abortion, and they just want to continue making this more accessible. Um, and this is where liberalism and leftism gets us is – the quintessential thing for them is abortion. It's the ending of a life. It's liberating the individual, which is the most restraining thing is, of course, having a child and caring for somebody that isn't yours. Um, and the fact that the council even considered this, this was the third time that they've they've put this forth and people were not happy about it. And I was glad to see, like I said, Probably a couple hundred people out there this morning. Really great turnout of people that showed up. And I'm going to pull up our first clip here um, from Gary Bredefeld making a statement that we are going to oppose this fully and we are going to continue to fight for this. Let me see. Pull up clip. Now, I want to be very clear. We as a community oppose this evil resolution. We will fight it today. Tomorrow and any other day it appears on the City of Fresno Council agenda. It is my hope that these council members will now get back to the issues we actually have the responsibility to address. Crime, homelessness, improving neighborhoods, improving our economy, and so on. Just a little clip there. Opposing it right off the bat. And Gary never really stutters when it comes to stuff like this. He makes the stand and he goes, this is where I'm at. He's a firecracker. He's been very supportive of local businesses, was one of the first to support a local business that was forced to shut down due to these draconian measures of Gavin Newsom, uh, good old King Newsom, whatever you want to call him, the tyrant, the many tyrants in this country, and really opposing that. Um, and just want to look at this resolution, um, and this is where – the big push here in California is they wanted to make it a sanctuary state for reproductive freedom. He said California has worked to make reproductive freedom a fundamental right for all Californians by guaranteeing privacy regarding reproductive decisions and protecting a right to bodily autonomy, access to abortion, and to make independent reproductive choices, including whether or not to terminate a pregnancy. And whereas reproductive rights are under attack in this country as states enact laws that restrict or ban abortion with serious implications for reproductive freedom in communities across the country. Um, and, and it continues in the resolution that, yes, we were, are going to make Fresno uh, a place where we are kind of a sanctuary city in terms of abortion, um, that this would be in lines that it would be a constitutional right. Um, and there's a lot of things that the left likes to say is, this is a right. I have right to this and a right to that, um, the sense of entitlement. But you do not have the entitlement to kill something that is not yours. It is something that was created. Um, and we hear all of the typical arguments from the pro-choicers. They try to show something that's maybe a statistical anomaly uh, to belittle the argument of abortion. 
and really they don't really have a good argument in the first place. A lot of it uh, isn't logical, um, and the fact that they have to throw out these crazy objections to abortion to make their point just goes to further push our point in saying that this is wrong, this is a life that we're talking about, and it's happening here in Fresno. And just a little context for people that don't know where Fresno, California is, for my outside of California folks, um, there are conservatives here. They are here. Believe me. Um, I'm a, bre- a living, breathing example of a conservative that is living here in the state of California. And there are others here. It's, like I said, a bastion for conservatism here. Um, and I really say an untapped potential for the rest of the country. People go, oh, where California goes, the country goes. But realistically, it's where L.A., San Diego, and San Francisco go. Uh, the rest of the country goes because this is where those crazy policies come from, are these big cities. And we see them out in New York, where it's not safe to ride the subways anymore. But it's coming from these metropolitan areas, San Francisco and L.A., that are driving the policy of California, the most highly populated cities. And so a place like Fresno, very rural farmland, uh, like I said, the breadbasket of the world, this is this area. And to have something like this pop up kind of surprised me, um, but it's becoming a little bit more relevant here in the Valley uh, recently, Tulare is now discussing a possibility of building a Planned Parenthood. Uh, and that'll be on the agenda, so keep your evening around 6 o'clock uh, on March 7th available. There is going to be, uh, they're going to have that on the agenda as they're going to be discussing a Planned Parenthood being built in Tulare County um, in a very much highly populated area. But again, another rural farm town. They're coming for the valley. They want to take everything here in California. And what they're doing is they're running candidates. They're they're establishing people to be DAs in this part of the state so that they can have completely one-party rule. They're coming for the school boards. They're coming for our city councils, and they're targeting these rural communities. It's happening here. We are on the front lines. People say, oh, it's not here yet. CRT isn't here yet. Comprehensive sexual education isn't here yet. It's here, folks, and it's happening here in Fresno, and it's happening all across the country, and people go, oh, there's not conservatives here. They are here. And now we are being pushed into the fight here on a local level because, like I said, they're coming for everything. Um, In Fresno, there's so many more issues that we could be talking about here in Fresno. And they're now talking about reproductive freedom, and they're talking about the Constitution, if this is a right or not a right. Why is our city council discussing this? City council. uh, The last time I checked, the roads are still awful here. We still have so many potholes and crack roads. I have to get my tires and everything and my my wheels all realigned on a consistent basis. Uh, Like our schools are failing. Uh, Fresno Unified is one of the bottom 5% of school districts in the whole country. Kids aren't learning how to read, write. They're learning, like I said, comprehensive sexual education, critical race theory, how to hate our country before they even learn their ABCs, um, as well as just be learning two plus two equals five here in Fresno with how poor the levels are. And just the decreasing of the standards here, we're sending out less like prepared individuals for the real world in our education system. But yeah, that's not a priority. Reproductive health is. All these other issues around the state, we have homeless rates that we've never seen before. We, Fresno is one of the top cities for rent increases this year. So many other issues. Um, we're going to go to another clip here from our mayor who's gotten a lot of heat this past year on different decisions that he's made in terms of, I know there was a big uproar on the LGBT stuff in terms of the pride flag in Fresno, and he's been wishy-washy on certain things. Um, But again, we have to applaud 
people that are in political power that do good things, but also keep them accountable. And here's Mayor Jerry Dyer, very adamant pro-lifer, which is good to hear. If there's an issue he's going to die on the hill, it's going to be at least this one. But hopefully this is a good sign for the rest of the year in terms of what decisions come from our mayor. This resolution won't add one job, repair a single street, make our neighborhood safer, or help us reduce our homeless population. No, this council resolution is designed to do one thing, to divide this community and to tear this community apart. It stands in direct opposition to the One Fresno philosophy, which is designed to unite our community, just as we stand united here today for a common purpose. The issue of abortion, similar to gun control and capital punishment, fall under state and federal law. Local jurisdictions have no authority in deciding this issue. The debate between right to life versus right to choose has been vigorously debated for 70 years resulting in numerous court rulings. Is that really a debate that we should be having in a council chambers that is designed to deal with local issues? Right on point. Very right on point there for Mayor Dyer. And he hits it right in, in other parts of his speech. He talks about the hill to die on. I know he was questioned about the LGBT issue in terms of folding on that. And then, of course, standing for the pro-life issue for standing for both. Um, and I had, like I said, I was on Twitter right before, and there was so much hate. They're like, what is Mayor Dyer doing there? And there was making fun of people in the background, people that are standing for life. And it just shows how decrepit these people really are. They really are, and they're really adamant about pushing their agenda. But when we take a stand for something, it's, oh, no, all the conservatives, oh, my goodness, all the names in the book. It's all the same game that they continue to play. They gaslight you. They make you feel like you're insane. They make you feel alone. Uh, and in the in the long-term things, they want to hopefully socially condition you to believe the narratives that are going on. And it's sad to see that I've seen so many people over the past year, and it's they're bogging down if it's the vaccines or the mask or whatever it is. A lot of people over time will start to shift and start to agreeing with the narrative, and it's really sad. Um, but again, Jerry Dyer says, let's focus on the issues that matter. And Jerry Dyer's done great things and he's done horrible things and what we have to do is keep these people accountable and that's why we vote that is why we have elections that's why we have to show up to events like this to ask those questions to our elected officials it's one of the most american things you can do is question your government and for too far too long we've not questioned our school boards our city councils and we've let them make decisions for us instead of active actively participating in the things that matter to our community Things such as redistricting. We had a whole thing with the redistricting thing uh, in the last two months, two, three months. We had the Dolores Huerta Foundation, an outside organization that has nothing to do with this area and areas around the valley. That's funded by the Clinton Foundation, was endorsed by the Democrat Party. And they were having these people come in and speak at these redistricting meetings so that they could align for their equity map. But we were able to organize and we were able to push back, at least on the county supervisor's level, but at the, at the state level, we failed drastically with districting being very much in favor of the Democrats. But again, it's another process that if we're not involved, they're going to make the decisions for us. So if you're not showing up to your school board meetings and you're like, oh, it's not worth it anymore. It's it's very pessimistic attitude. It's, it's, it's a lost cause. Um, and the thing I have to do is question you is, 
is California is it is it worth fighting for? And if you're just if you're thinking about leaving and you still have a very much heart for the cause, think about this: Are you willing to give up on 40 million people? Are you willing to give up on something that if you leave here and you go somewhere else and we start to see the policies enacted there, if we don't put an end to it now and stand up for what we have going on here in California, eventually it's going to reach up to you. It's going to go out to you at some point, and it's going to impact you one way or another. Um, and the rest of the country is seeing that now under the Joe Biden administration because Californians had already seen high gas prices and higher living costs and everything else from Gavin Newsom and a lot of these leftist policies. Kamala Harris, of course, the VP, was a senator here in California. It's It tells you what the rest of the country is going to look like. So before you give up, say that it's a lost cause, at least give it a shot. Show up to a meeting and be active. Don't don't be passive. Don't sit at home. Um, as a Christian, I don't think God called us to be passive. He wanted us to be out there to spread the word of God, to be adamant in spreading the gospel and not just passively kind of let things go. And when an evil such as abortion is even talked about at a city council meeting as a right, the right to kill, and they're over here like, oh, they're anti-reproductive health, they're this and that, they're evil, they're bigots, they're racist, as they gaslight you, this is something that's a hill to die on, as Jerry Dyer said. Um, we also have some more audio. Um, I wanted to mention we have John Girardi. He is the director for Right to Life here in the Central Valley. And he had an excellent point on where this leads and where this sets the president as we go forward. And he has a great statement about how symbols mean things. And this is a symbol that we have to watch out for. Kind of give all of you a sense of the magnitude of what this would do. I think one reaction we have is that this is for show. This is a silly resolution that doesn't do anything. As the mayor says, it doesn't build a road, it doesn't do anything. But it does establish something. First of all, it symbolically states that we, the city of Fresno, support legalized abortion. And that's something, and that is something big. This city council makes statements in support of good things. We honor victims of the Armenian Genocide. We honor all kinds of things that maybe the city council can't do something about, but we stand for what's right and we oppose what is wrong. And for the city to simply, oh, it's just symbolic. Why are you pro-lifers upset? No, symbols mean things. And the civic stances that a city takes, those have a big impact on public morals and public beliefs. So we should vigorously oppose this, even if it's just a resolution, even if it's not doing something, it's something that we should oppose firmly and vigorously. And he makes a good point there. He says that symbols mean things. And I want to like kind of go further on that point, and, and many know uh, of the Overton window, that something that is maybe not politically acceptable at the time will at some point in time um, become mainstream. And we saw it with gay marriage and how it was something that the Republican Party wasn't even thinking about to now we have an LGBT coalition within the Republican Party. These things were unthinkable two decades ago. But being passive and not active has led us to this point where the left has played offense for decades on these issues that conservatives were like, oh, well, let's just push for tax cuts. Let's let's push about that. Let's not touch the social issues 
um, that matter. Let's not talk about what people care about at this level. Well, the left was trailblazing and pushing their agenda adamantly day after day after day, where it went from something unthinkable to something that was thinkable to sensible to popular and then became policy. And now we're dealing with the ramifications of that. They shifted the Overton window to where, okay, of course, when when Roe v. Wade was passed in 1973, it set the precedent. Um, And then in the next clip, I'm going to be playing from John Girardi, how that set up the last few decades of 62 million babies that have died since it was instituted. But again, abortion wasn't even thought about previously. There was a time in this country where abortion wasn't legal. But this set the precedent for years to come. And he goes on again, and he and he gives an example of what this means. Um, and what if something like this ever got passed in Fresno, what would it mean for Fresno and the rest of the state? Council, if this were to pass, and thank God we have Mayor Dyer, who would be willing to veto this and prevent that from happening. But if this were to pass, going forward, this city could then point to this as a legislative precedent. If, for example, what if Planned Parenthood wants to bend some zoning rules to establish a new abortion facility? What if the city wants to, what if Planned Parenthood comes forward wanting a contract with the city? What if some other way in which the city, maybe in its local governmental capacities, might want to partner with abortion providers? The members of this council could point to this resolution and say, this is established as a precedent of this council. We support abortion rights. We should cooperate with these things. So it's, it doesn't do nothing it would establish a very bad legislative precedent. And again, this is a reason to firmly and vigorously oppose this. Exactly. This little thing would pass, and it would be non-binding at the time, but eventually something like this could be addre- could be put forth and set the precedent. Um, and like I said, we're talking about Tulare. I know I mentioned it again, March 7th, they're going to be discussing building a Planned Parenthood and making it, available there in Tulare, a very much rural area right outside of Fresno. This is a place where Devin Nunez grew up and went to high school. And I know he's going to be uh, going on to True Social with Trump. But like I said, they're making it more accessible and they want to set these presidents. They're like, oh, that's crazy. That would never happen in Fresno. But we said many other things. This would never happen in our country. This would never happen. This is just unthinkable. But again, we're over here playing checkers. They're playing 3D chess over there. They're not playing by the same rules. They're, we're, we're over here like, ah, oh, man, like, why are we losing? Why, why are these things happening? We're winning elections, but nothing is happening. Um, and that's why I have very much full faith in somebody like Donald Trump, what he did in 2016, um, and getting back on that brand and that message um, and being the fighter that he is. I know he was very much on 2016 message at his latest rally, which gives me a lot of hope. For 24, I know a lot of people are like, hey, he should get out. But taking those hard stances and really challenging the establishment is really what's going to make the difference. Um, and having authentically conservative people in office is going to be a big start there. And it starts at our school boards and city councils. Because if we had conservative city councils, like here in Fresno, per se, if we would have except uh, the only exception is Gary Bredefeld. Even on our Fresno Unified School Board, we have Terry Sladek, uh, and he is very much, they call him the Trump of Fresno, but the one-man show on a whole council council of seven, and we need more people to be elected, and that's why we have to get active on the local level. Like I said, the left is coming for every single 
office. They want the DAs. They want to control crime. They want to let crime go rampant. They want to destroy our cities. They want to destroy our country. And they're doing it office by office. They already have institutional power. So our, our mission as conservatives is to go in. And the solution that we have for this is we have to start taking up institutions again. We have to send more conservative teachers into our schools. We need more conservative doctors and scientists and everything in those fields. Because ultimately, they have everything right now. And we're lucky enough to be able to do a show like this and be able to be on the platforms while we're still on them. But unless you're a threat, it's not something that they take considerable. And Joe Rogan's a good example of somebody that challenged that by bringing on people that oppose their narrative. And now they pulled 100 episodes off of Spotify. Now, do I agree necessarily with his apologies and everything that's come out recently? No, I don't believe you should ever give a knee to the left. I think that was the wrong decision. Never apologize to the left, even if you're wrong, because they will use it to beat you with a stick for the rest of time. And you pretty much put yourself into irrelevancy. And they want to push you and make you feel like you're crazy and the gaslight. It goes on and on and on. Um, And making the bigger point that don't concede on these things. And abortion is one of those things. Uh, We saw a little bit more audio from this morning's rally. Um, Like I said, so great. So refreshing to have so many people show up to this this morning. And have people that are actually standing um, up for this. Um, Let me see here. I'm going to pull up. Another clip. I know we hit John already. And then Diane Pierce made a good point here. Um, she specifically talked about the resolution itself and how it primarily, I uh, know, abortion is something that is inherent to women, but it's not mentioned as many times as you think it would in a resolution regarding reproductive health. Women. Yeah. That's right. This three-page resolution promoting abortion, do you know how many times the word her appears? Zero. What about she? Zero. And women, one time. Referencing that one in four women have had an abortion. This resolution appears to indicate that we need to protect and increase access to abortion in order for that number to go up. How sad. But just as sad is the fact that the language of this resolution was so carefully crafted to nearly eliminate reference to women. Why? For the sole purpose of not upsetting the extreme left who believes there might also be pregnant men seeking abortions. Whoa. Yeah, pregnant men. And if you guys didn't see recently, they have an emoji now where it's a man, but he's pregnant. And I saw a meme. It was so good. Uh, Tyler Boyer puts this out. Um, It was great. It was like, okay, this isn't a man pregnant. That's what they want to push on the left. But this is just me after Chipotle. Don't get me started on Chipotle. I love Chipotle. Um, Just love their freshness. It's uh, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I know post-gym, hard to not pass up on the on the steak and the pico and everything else and the guacamole and just everything. Uh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I just saw there's a little humor there. I love it. And so men can't get pregnant. Uh, the biology doesn't make sense, but again, nothing makes sense when it comes to the left, but they keep pushing and pushing the narrative. And it goes back to what I said previously about the Overton windows, right? Oh my goodness. This is, this is crazy. There aren't, more than two genders. There's male and female. Biology says this. Um, our chromosomes say this. 
But the left on, no, there's actually all these other things. Um, you can be free to do whatever you want. Um, like I said, they push freedom, but they say freedom to uh, indulge in pornography and drugs and alcohol and so on and so on. That's the freedom that the, the left pushes and very much liberalism. And the core definition is liberating the individual, which goes back into abortion. And the, org the argument being inherently leftist in terms of, okay, well, liberating the individual in terms of abortion you don't have to give birth, one, to another human being. You don't have to care for the human being. Um, and you can just keep having sex without repercussions and, and choices. And fun statistic, 0% of pregnancies come from people that don't have sex. So if you don't have sex, it's the number one contraceptive. Um, but people want to enjoy the pleasures of sex, but not the reper repercussions in having a kid. And this is the battle that we're in today is they're they're trying to make it where the individual is liberated, you're free, you can be whatever you want, you can be uh, a wolf, you can be whatever, and I saw that yesterday, somebody is now a wolf, and trans species, and all this stuff, and we're like, what the heck is going on in this world, but this is what they're pushing for, and they're trying to open the door here on abortion here in Fresno, um, I got one more clip, let me pull it up, Jim Franklin Good old Pastor Jim Franklin, Cornerstone Church, has a great church here. Um, if you guys don't know, Jim Franklin opposed the mandates here in California. He sued the state of California, and he won and was able to push back on all of the stuff here and keep his church open through the pandemic. And just to close the show, this this clip, I love this quote. It just stuck out to me, um, and he hits it right on the head. He hits it right on the head on what we believe as Christians and what we believe as conservatives. And he's all, they talk about freedom, and this is what he had to say. They talk about freedom, and this is supposed to advance freedom. Well, listen, I stand for freedom, but in our founding documents, talks about those rights that are given to us, and it's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life comes first. Amen, Pastor. Amen, Pastor. There we go. Um, and that's what we had from the rally here in Fresno, Fresno County. And Pastor Jim hits it right on the head. Uh, he dropped some t statistics earlier in his speech and talking about how many more people are opposing this. And the statistics have continued to come out that people are becoming um, less for abortion. In terms of the argument, there really aren't arguments that really stand up. Um, I've yet to hear arguments. I've heard almost all of them in terms of having discussions with people, what I've heard from media and just people from going to school. They never really hold up or they hold water. Um, and ultimately, if you don't believe that life starts at conception, really isn't an argument. Um, but they believe otherwise. They believe that, yeah, you should be able to have an abortion at nine months. But I love that that he points that out and says, hey, life starts. It's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life happens before yourself it's because it's another person um and we have to value that the sanctity of life that this is an individual person and we have to keep fighting for that and i got to see so many people that were passionate in washington dc that were saying enough is enough we have to continue to push against roe v wade until it is illegal to have an abortion in this country and we're getting there and hopefully this summer uh we get to that point and that wraps up the show. A little short, quick episode about what's going on here in Fresno. Um, hopefully be back sooner the next time. Uh, but stay tuned. Make sure to go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and go subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed it. 
drop that five-star review. It's uh, I'm very grateful for all of the responses. Um, but yeah, until next time, uh, keep up the good fight, everybody.